The winds blow from west to east, scattering seeds, sending wishes and love messages between my lover and me. Even the tea brings psychic dreams, dandelion so abundant, cleansing blood and helping mend the senile, yet and all the while tending to digestion, divination, and even still telling time. Ding, 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 ding. Welcome to A Thousand Serious Moves with Amanda Holstein. This is a debatably comedic podcast about mysticism, spirituality, and it is poeticated indeed. I know how to talk. I am a good talker. My name is Amanda Holstein and I am your host. Ding, 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 ding. I don't have my hand bell on me because I'm house-sitting right now for Alexis, who owns Ocotillo, where I work in Marfa, Texas. Come on by. This podcast is unofficially brought to you by Ocotillo Botanica off Highland Avenue in Marfa, Texas. Come on by, and I'll give you a 20% discount on your purchase. So I'm house-sitting for her. It's been about a week. I got another week that I'm so privileged to be at her house watching her chickens. She has chickens and a cat and a dog. And I also have my dog, Toops. Shout out to Toops. Um, It's funny, it's like Toops wants to eat Rody's food. Rody is the other dog. Toops wants to eat Rody's food and Rody wants to eat Toops's food. I saw Rody chase Danger. Danger is the cat. I saw him chase Danger. It was pretty fun, and then Danger likes to hang out with the chickens, and then this morning when I opened the chicken coop, there's like six fresh eggs in there. It's fucking dope. I'm fucking grateful. Um, If this is like, this is like the, the news, right? Like, I don't watch the news. I'm not on Twitter, so it's like, what's the news of the day? Well, the chickens laid eggs. The dog wants to eat the other dog's food. The dog chased the cat, and I went to work today. I also did a little bit of yoga. I've been practicing actively seeking recovery from old, distorted thinking. Everybody here knows, if you're not new to this podcast, knows that I'm in recovery, um, and that I have had a tendency tendency for eating distorted thinking that has recently arisen. And so that is what we're working on healing. And by we, I mean my holy guardian angel, good angels and spirits, ancestors, and I. We are not alone. We are not alone. You are not alone. Unless you think you are, and then your mind creates that prism based on that assumption. So what do I do when old mean thoughts start to come up and tell me you ain't shit. No one's gonna love you. You're not enough. You need to look different. As soon as I start to see those thoughts come up, I'm practicing not entertaining them. Because it's like as soon as I give them a foothold and all of a sudden I'm in this whole 
spiral and I'm just like dead the fuck asleep like in this like prison of my own mind. So daily I've been praying for healing specifically from the eating disordered thinking and I've been doing journaling prompts. Um, One of them that I journaled on is how can I be kinder to myself? One of the first things that I wrote for that was by showing kindness to others, slowing down instead of trying to prove myself. So like instead of trying to like do yoga to like get a nice ass, it's like what's the spiritual component of this? Because when I release then it's funny how all of a sudden I'm, I get in a flow, but when I'm trying to like, the like eating disorder specific, like if I'm trying to like count calories or count steps or basically like make it all logical, it's like, there's actually a mystical component here to this recovery and healing And you can see, like, because there's some people who can, like, eat whatever they want and stay thin, right? And so it's, like, there's a genetic component, but there's also this component of, like, the mentality of, like, in being in fear, how it creates that tension. So one of the solutions that I've been seeking is journaling and then also practicing kindness to myself. One of the other journal prompts how would it feel to let go of the negative beliefs about myself feel fucking dope I wrote free I wrote the word free a bunch um how would it feel to let go of the negative beliefs about myself the negative beliefs that I have had about myself have often kept me constricted, keeping me from fully, well, let's say fully freedom. (laughs) They keep me from fully freedom. You know, a new age person might say like from manifesting abundance, but how do we define abundance? Like for me, abundance is enlightenment. Maybe for you, abundance is financial stability. Maybe it's health. So healing, yes. I heard on a, it's funny, I heard on the Know Thyself podcast, which doesn't, I don't exactly, I will say like my, the view that I present here on this podcast uh, there's there's a certain we have certain disagreements. I have certain disagreements with them in terms of uh, the mystical path and how far. Like I, I, what do I say? Okay, am I like gonna critique the Know Thyself podcast? They do a lot of really beautiful work and they offer a lot of wisdom. They present a view of the divine that's called emanationism, which is that the divine emanates 
and it's like a light source that like steps down a ladder that becomes more and more degraded into like the material realm. And so they present, this is like a typical hermetic, like a certain branch of uh, Kabbalah. Most branches of Kabbalah believe in this emanationist view that light steps down this ladder and that the soul, which is like lead, needs to go through this process of refinement in order to step up Jacob's ladder, right? In order to become gold. And to a certain extent, yes, but the view that I hold, the school of Kabbalah that I study is called non-emanationism, which is that the divine permeates everything here and now already, that there's no stepping down process. There's no, the, the lead is already gold. The realization that I seek is the realization that the lead was gold all along. However, they, I do like their podcast, Know Thyself, and they gave one, they gave, they gave a podcast, they had an episode on 2022 recently, and it actually really resonated with me, which is that this is like a big year for healing, which like it has been already, but definitely for me, it's like this slowing down, this like deepening surrender and like more will be revealed, right? Like that this, these eating disorder thoughts coming up is like, this is like part of what I'm healing this year. And also fear. I mean, who isn't always releasing and healing fear? Beliefs in self-limitation, self-doubt. So like I was... I've been holding off on getting into a relationship until I get a year clean, which was kind of annoying because I had already taken a year off before that, like in 2022, when my ex and I broke up, I took a year off dating from that and then I got clean. And so now it's been almost two years that I've been single. And so there was a hot second there where I was like, all right, we're coming up on that one year clean. Now I can get into it. Now I can start dating. You know, now I'm, now I've fixed myself, right? Like now I have become ready and you know, maybe who knows, but, um, but like, I'm, I'm kind of stepping back from that, like seeking it out and kind of like just putting the focus back on myself and my own healing and recovery. Like just because I have a year clean or almost a year clean, It's not like, okay, you hit this mark and then like, now you're ready for a relationship. Now you're totally healed. And, um, there's a, there is a question looming, which is like, will we ever be totally healed? And who knows? Possibly, possibly, actually, I think it might be possible to be totally healed in this life and to live embodied and And be, like, enjoy it. Like, enjoy the creative mystery of life. So one of the things that they said on the podcast was that it's like 222, the numerology of the year, is you add it together. So whatever numbers, like, 
the way numerology works is like if the year was like 1987, then you would add all the numbers together. So 9, 10, and then 18, and then 25. And then you take the 2 and the 5, and then you add them together, it would be 7. So the year 2022 equals the number 6. And the 6 mystically and numerologically corresponds with the past. And so there is definitely this sense of like healing the past. And I don't know what that looks like on a global level. It's kind of actually none of my business because as I heal myself, then that's that's the great work, right? The great work is is the individual healing. Rody agrees. I don't know if you can hear him barking. But the great work is not trying to solve all the world's problems. I mean, where do I begin? truly like where would I even begin to solve all the world's problems so it's like let it begin with me right like clean up my side of the street what can I heal in my own life and how can I be of service to other people and get out of like self-obsession yeah and so I'm going to read a poem I have some fresh hot beautiful poems for you that I've written over the past week This first one is entitled Powerless. The goal is to remain in contemplation always. Daily surrender to the empty void. I knock on wood. Flipping cards like the evolution of a witch which is also a conception. I read the same page over and over, polishing the philosopher's stone, like how customers sing along with Erica Badu. She wore hiking boots to walk in the middle of the street and take photos of the courthouse. I wonder how the deposition went. Can Christ really fill the void. I stare out the window like a bird in a cage. No one is famous. And my inclinations sizzle and steam. I dream of tomorrow and replay yesterday. It's already gone, that indulgence. Who will keep me company? A blacksmith, alcoholic, or writer? a guardian angel, or four familiars, the quintessence of spontaneous, open luminosity. Deviled eggs are against my non-religion, an exorcism of old ways, hot tea and bad days, a mist evaporating or set in stone, I clear channels and remember he's still tied to his ex-wife. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I had a dream. <laughs> I, I had a dream. In this dream, I got drunk. I was around somebody and I got drunk in the dream. 
And when I woke up, my left eye was twitching. This is not a poem. I'm just like saying it poetically. Um, my left eye was twitching. And so I knew based on that dream and my left eye twitching that it was time to set a boundary between me and that person. And it kind of felt like a drug withdrawal. But like one is like, if I have a dream that I'm around a particular person that many signs have pointed me that I need to set a boundary to around and I get fucking drunk, like that's not good for me. Like, I, yeah. So sometimes dreams are, I feel like we always know what dreams mean. Like, or is that just me? I mean, to me, it's like dreams are so obvious. It's just a matter of, do I really want to look at it? Right? Like, do I really want to surrender this thing for my spiritual growth? And this climbing of the mountain of adversity. This is the path of the adept, the mystic, the one seeking enlightenment, maybe somebody who's tired of this fucking game and doesn't want to come back. Welcome to the mountain of adversity. You can't just fuck everybody that you want to fuck. You can't just hang out with the people that you think you want to hang out with, that society tells you, right? Like, surrender? I'm speaking for myself. I... I try to not say the word you, like be like, you should do this because I can only speak for myself. I'm, I'm not here to tell anybody what to do. I'm just offering my experience. So my experience is that that dream was very obvious to me that I should set a boundary. And boundaries protect me and the other person. They're good for me and they're good for them. I heard this saying that's like, if it's something, if it's good for me, then it's good for them because my God only has win-win situations. So if my higher power is telling me to set a boundary, I know and I trust that if it's good for me, then it's good for the other person because my higher power only has win-win situations. Ding, 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 ding. I was going to say something else about that. Yeah, like sometimes like, okay, I go to my friend Bailey's house on Mondays and we do yoga. She's got a studio and so it's like her and another friend and I, that grammar, she and another friend and I get together and do yoga on Mondays. But sometimes I don't feel like going out to Alpine because it's like 30 minutes each way. And it's so funny how many times where I'll, I'll cancel, I'll say, hey, I just really, I'm really tired. It's my first day off, like worked all weekend. Um, I'm not going to come to yoga. And then it's so funny how often it ends up being like, oh, okay, good. Yeah, I needed to do this other thing anyway. It's so funny how oftentimes whenever I do what's right for me, how it really does end up being like the other person is like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, great. I needed to do this other thing anyway, or I wasn't feeling it also. And that's like been a really cool practice to see. 
is like listening to my heart and following it, especially during these times, like, I mean, really anytime, but especially during these times when it's, it's so beautiful that we don't have to feel obligated to go out and into like social situations. Yes. Here's another poem. This poem is called Large Hoop Earrings. Do I sacrifice eternity for to mitigate the boredom of dissatisfaction? I just heard the word obsession. The I am is the problem and the solution. Am I still appearing embodied because I fear? I remember holding my breath for 14 seconds, initiated into some secret knowledge I long to hold on to, yet is inherently open and free. I baked a chicken pot pie for a mourner and brownies for a father and son, sprinkling cardamom and whispering sweet nothings. I remember driving past a graveyard like a good idea, sending videos to a man who doesn't care. My secret enemy is that I'm good at love. Ding, 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 ding. I know I also, I'm going to be like adding in the Tibetan bell gong thing also, but I, I'm so used now to having my handheld bell as a transition. So school is in session. Ding, ding, ding. I'm so grateful. Today, I am grateful for my holy guardian angel. I'm grateful for a cozy house with a heater. I'm grateful to live in Marfa. I'm grateful for the fresh air, for my health and my dog's health and my mother's health. There's so many things to be grateful for. My life is truly blessed. Here's another poem. This poem is called, This Too Shall Pass. God help me. A seven-day purificatory rite, walking around the walls of Jericho. It's dangerous to take the stories literally. Monday night, open mics in Harlem, trying to put off drinking and stay drunk, getting high over and over and over again. It's never enough, except when I chase that glimmer. I thought I remembered the best night of my life, all alone with tears running down my cheeks, an empty belly, and a fridge full of food. New York City 
Houston, Texas, or Marfa far out west. I'm better off to wait five more minutes before looking at the empty screen. I could taste, I could text him, chase that next hit. But what I really want is silence, nicotine, and peace of mind. Checking out women's asses, or holding my tongue, self-restraint and God's mercy, merciful father, blessed son, candle wax dripping down a candle abra. I wish to cast a spell for spontaneity, my daily devotion, remembering to surrender to the beat, plumes of smoke. I've got a craving for spiritual growth and venomous serpents, eight-legged creatures, and a man with good bones, burnt to ashes. The day passes. Thank God this too shall pass. Ding! One thing I did want to say about the eating disorder healing process, I was told by good angels and spirits, I was reminded of Psalm 141. Pause here while I, I could probably say it from memory, but I'm not trying to like show off. And usually whenever I try to show off like I'm doing it for memory, then I often forget. So here it is. I've looked it up. Okay. Psalm 141 is typically prayed to be relieved, to be relieved from fear and oppression. You heard? Psalm 141 is typically prayed on a daily basis to be relieved from fear. I mean, how often are we plagued by fear? And I realize how much of the eating disorder tendencies are plagued by fear. And so in the process of my healing, my higher power revealed to me that praying Psalm 141 every morning is a great idea. So if you are struggling with healing from an eating disorder or from any um, iteration of fear and you have healed your religious associations and trauma associated with these psalms or the Bible, which we know is a magical text and many of the stories go back before the religions that we have been traumatized by, so if that's something that you've healed or are open to healing, then perhaps Psalm 141 will assist. And even if you don't believe it, it still works. So Psalm 141, I'm going to read. Lord, I cry out to you, make haste to me. Give ear to my voice when I cry out to you. 
Let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Set a guard, O Lord, over my mouth. Keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not incline my heart to any evil thing, to practice wicked works with men who work iniquity, and do not let me eat of their delicacies. Let the righteous strike me, it shall be a kindness, and let him rebuke me, it shall be as excellent oil, let my head not refuse it. For still my prayer is against the deeds of the wicked. Their judges are overthrown by the sides of the cliff, and they hear my words, for they are sweet. Our bones are scattered at the mouth of the grave, as when one plows and breaks up the earth. But my eyes are upon you, O God, the Lord, in you I take refuge. Do not leave my soul destitute. Keep me from the snares they have laid for me, and from the traps of the workers of iniquity. Let the wicked fall into their own nets, while I escape safely. And then it's usually at that point that I'll say a prayer. I'll just, I usually say a pretty specific prayer now saying, Heal me from my eating disorder. Relieve me from fear. And I say, inside, outside, and all around, above and below, in every direction, within and without, relieve me from fear and oppression. Amen. If you appreciate the work that I do here at A Thousand Serious Moves, and by I, I mean we, let me not take credit, right? Again, good angels and spirits, and blessed be God most high, even though, as I already said, I don't... Okay, anyway, so yes, if you'd like to support the work that we do here at A Thousand Serious Moves, um, you can support this podcast by booking a tarot reading. That's right, it's a win-win. Go to www.samantha. Dot as dot me. That's www.samantha.as.me. I'm saving up for a trip to visit my sponsor in Wyoming and to get a tattoo by my great-grand-sponsor. So if you'd like to support this trip that I'm planning this year and contribute to my tattoo fund, then book a tarot reading with me. You could also just donate if you feel so inclined. Venmo at HTX Oracle. And finally, you can purchase art from my Etsy shop at www.etsy.com slash shop slash Henael777. That's H-A-N-A-E-L-777. All of that information is in the show notes. And now here we are with our herb of the day, dandelion. Hurrah, rah, rah, hurrah, dandelion. 
Uh, what are the puns? Uh, that's a dandelion. Okay, don't don't stop believing. Okay, so dandelion is associated with the planet Jupiter, who's a planet of abundance and like expansion. So a lot of times, like plants that are ex- um, associated with Jupiter are ones that are just like full and about like pine trees, right? Or oak trees, like things that there's just so, it's like overflowing like a cornucopia. And so dandelion is one of those because I mean, look outside during the summertime, right? It's like dandelions are everywhere. And who knew that they also, that dandelion also has medicinal properties. I didn't know that until like two years ago, but it's like one of the best things ever. So it's like, yes. Okay. Dandelion. These are the flowers that we blow. Right, and we make a wish. So we already know this is like our like folk magic, our like day to day. You know, there's a lot of magic in our lives that has been passed down to us that we might not even realize. Like putting a horseshoe above the door, right, or eating black eyed peas on New Year's Day, and then blowing a wish for a dandelion or blowing out a candle on your birthday. These are all like our like basic like. Monday, it's like not mon it's like folk magic, right? Or like a lucky penny, right? Like so dandelion is associated with the planet Jupiter for expansion and abundance. So magically we can already see just by like the qualities of the plant that it's more than just blowing a wish, that it's also, hmm, I wonder if I'm wanting to do something with like expansion or anything that's Jupiterian, like, um, getting more money. Like, I wonder if, if there's a dandelion around, you know, or maybe drinking some dandelion tea would help kind of put me on that vibrational plane. So, and from the Herbal Alchemist's Handbook by Karen Harrison, blowing dandelion seeds in the wind to make a wish that we know. And that a tea of dandelion also brings psychic impressions and dreams. So if there's a dream that you maybe want to get an answer to and you drink some dandelion tea, like you want, you have a question, right? Like about what should I do about this? Maybe drinking some dandelion tea before you go to bed and then like asking the question. I like to pray and ask my higher power, what should I do about this? And then you could drink some dandelion tea and then pay attention to what comes up in your dreams. Or if you read tarot or do any type of divination, drinking some dandelion tea before and or during your divination session can help to increase your psychic powers to see beyond the veil. <clears throat> From this book, it also says that you can add... Um, add as an herbal amulet for abundance. So to an increase in financial acumen and opportunity. So if you're making like a mojo bag and you want for like abundance, like with Psalm 114, you could write Psalm 114 on a Thursday morning at sunrise, put it in a mojo bag, and then you could add some dandelion, um, well, I guess leaves, but the probably the the blowy parts, <laughs> not that blowy part, the, the blowy part of the dan the seeds, you could add those to your mojo bag and, um, can be utilized for increasing abundance. And from the Burke Bur- Herbally Yours by Penny C. Royale, 
Dandelion acts as a tonic to the system and destroys acids in the blood, so it acts as a blood purifier and builder. A lot of people drink dandelion tea in the morning. Some people even call it dandelion coffee because it's made with the dandelion roots, which you could even, if you had a bunch of dandelion, you could pull them up and then roast the roots and then, you know, clean clean them and then chop them up and you could make your own dandelion tea. And you can also use the leaves for from dandelion and you can add it to your salad um, and get a lot of these benefits as well. So it, it's a blood purifier. It helps with... Uh, cleansing your liver. Hello. Hello. So if you are a little hungover, maybe then the next day, drink some dandelion tea. It's high in calcium and other nutrients. And also like if you're a little senile or you got a family member who's a little senile, <coughs> give them some dandelion tea. It should help. So psychic powers, making wishes, blood purifying, liver cleansing, if you're a little senile, it can also improve your appetite and digestion. So like dandelion is just, it's so good. Like it's, it's like so good, like, you know, and then from the Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs by Scott Cunningham, once again, it is reiterated here in this text as well that it promotes psychic powers. Yes, that's right. And that you could even leave a cup of tea beside your bed and this will attract spirits as well. Um, and this one was fun. If you wish to send a message to a loved one, blow the seed head in his or her direction and visualize your message. So if I've got a lover out west maybe to the northwest, then I face the direction of the northwest, the sun rises in the east and sets in the west, so I would plan my direction accordingly. And then I would concentrate on what I wish to send them psychically, and then I would blow the seeds in their direction. So that's fun. And the Encyclopedia of Magical Herbs also says that dandelion can be used to tell the time, which is fun. So if you blow three times at the seed head, the number that is left on the seed head is the hour. So I'm really excited to try that um, during the summer. It'll be really cool. Um, so why not have a little fun? Okay, so cleansing your blood, um, cleansing your liver, increasing psychic powers, make a wish, tell the time, if you're a little senile, um, and send a message to your beloved. And all of this and more, and more. And thank you for listening. This is Now I'm going to read the poem that you'll hear again. <laughs> okay. All right. Thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with your friends and leave a review on Spotify, iTunes, and until next time, be well. The winds blow from the west and east, scattering seeds, sending wishes and love messages between my lover and me. Even the tea brings psychic dreams, dandelion so abundant cleansing blood, and helping mend the senile. 
yet and all the while, tending to digestion, divination, and even still telling time. <laughs>